0: Jason Manford. This is Absolute
1: Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. Hope you're very well this Sunday morning. Phil Nichols. here. <laughs> Hi, ah,
2: Jason Manford. I yes. am here. Lovely. I'm
1: so happy to be here. So nice for you to come in tonight yes. when you're on tour and you're busy. And I am, you're... and I'm shattered Naked, and I'm tired, yeah. but I love you that much. I know, I, I can feel <laughs> the love. Yes, I can feel it. I can feel it. the yeah. love. And we, we, we were so... Um, like last night, we were both finished our gigs, yeah, and you were heading to Manchester. I was heading to Manchester, and you know when you get off stage, yeah. and that endorphin rush and oh, you. Yeah. And I was messaging you saying, "Hey man, what's how'd you get into Manchester? Because uh-huh. kids are at my mum's. Yeah, oh, let's well, go. Let's go out. <laughs> yeah, and we were both." Bu- for about an hour, we Wait, were like, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Absolutely. You and me in Manchester. Let's do man. it. This would, would, town would be the same, man.
1: Yeah. And at one point, <laughs> we, I think you even suggested we just come straight into the studio.
3: Like, I we did. Just I, saw, out
2: all I night. said, well, go to the casino, come straight to the studio, man. That's,
1: and a good yeah. hour later, we were like, oh, uh, and I went, oh, yeah, I'm tired. No, Actually. I, I was like, I'm going to just go. I've seen my bed now, so I think I'm
2: yeah, I might just get in there. Yeah, I checked into the hotel and went, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> how old are you? So, well, um, I identify as a 70-year-old man. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But I'm
1: identifying as an older person. That's exactly me. how I feel. <laughs> I'm exactly the same. Also, I did think, because the Tony Bellew fight was on last night in Manchester. Oh, that's right. A lot of boxing fans, nothing right. about. And, you know... I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really know a lot about boxing either way. No, oh, no, I thought you were a bit roughy tufty. I'm going to do like a bit of roughy tufty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the fact we call it roughy tufty <laughs> <laughs> means we're not traditional boxing <laughs> fans. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I've come for the roughy tufty. <laughs> 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 You've been in to musicals too yeah, no, long. I use, I use the Gainsborough rules. I don't, know <laughs> <Yeah. that. laughs> I don't. And uh, I just thought, do I want to be in the city centre of Manchester <laughs> with a load of people <laughs> spilling yeah. out of a. Yeah. An arena after watching a fight. <laughs> well, I came mm. off the train from Birmingham mm. I and mean, it was an interesting because there was a
2: mixture of uh, the, some football fans. Oh, yeah. Uh, who'd been down in Yeovil or something like that. Oh, weird. But, yeah, I don't know who they were. Were they Michaels? Oh. Was it Michaelsfield? Well, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't watch football. No. Okay. I don't watch that It was football. a mixture of them and, and, and boxing, boxing wow. chumps, I want to so, say. <laughs> but you, you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, I think chumps is a good word. Yeah, but they're not going to be awake at this time.
1: No, they they no, they're, they're still like out. Chumps. Most of them are in. Prison cells. <laughs> you yeah. get the radio in the prison. Yeah, go, what did I do, Tony? I don't know, Dave. There'll be a lot of that going yeah. on. There'll be a lot of that. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio,
0: where real music matters.
1: You are awake. I am really wide awake. i yeah. done really well. I wasn't. I, I, I stupidly had that like anxiety all night of like oh, I'm wow. going to get up late. I'm going to get up late, and so I kept waking up throughout the night. And then I yeah. got up late. <laughs> oh yeah, so I did, and I was actually late for my own show this morning. I, I wouldn't normally admit you were, it. You weren't, you were late. No, no, you're here on time. I mean, you're I did listen. Now. I did listen to the first song of my show in the car, <laughs> so right. I thought, hang on a minute, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> right okay. The Jason Manford show sure. was like, oh, I probably should park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but listen, we're here. We're here for the first link. Yeah, sure. Well, this could be a pre-record. You don't know. We could have done been. this last week. Yeah, although we have to, we have to say it now. You can't. You're not allowed to pretend. There was a time in really? radio where you would. Uh, yeah, yeah. You Is that would, right? Yeah, they used to pretend all the time. It'd be oh yeah, we're 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 live here and do all that. but now well, you that, can't. They... Oh, why not? I didn't know that. I think it's something to do with the text, like, because, you know, people can't... If people are texting in and then you've, and you're you not really oh, there. Oh, I see, right. Stuff like
2: that. Oh, right. And also... But I, but I did one recently. I did an interview recently. They said, well, this is for Thursday, so don't... Can we pretend that it's oh. Thursday? Yeah. Sorry, from, that was on the BBC. <laughs> well, right? well, they're they're <laughs> a to that. themselves. Yeah, they, <laughs> they
1: broke radio in the first place. Yeah, they, they did. They invented the radio, darling. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, 8.12.15 on the text this morning. Uh, if you're around, it'd be lovely to hear from you. Uh, Wendy says, Morning, guys. My kiddies have got me up wanting to go to Chester Zoo today. So, can you give a, give a shout out to Max and Ava? Yeah. Hello, it's Hello Ava. Max. Hello, Ava. It's, uh, is there pandas at that zoo? Is there pandas at Chester a, Zoo? Is it at Chester Zoo? I don't zoo think zoo? there is at no, Chester. No. no. But, it, I mean, it's a, it's a great zoo. I hear. It's a big one. It's a, a big one,
2: all right. Mm-hmm. You're there for it. It's a good but, day. There's a place in Chester, it's called the, the Salt Museum. All right. Have you ever to the Chester's Salt, salt Museum? Is it, I mean, is it? Well, is I it, think it is. As a comedian, no, as a comedian, yes, it's a, it's a salt where they make salt. Oh, okay. And it's the Chester's famous for its salt. Did, did you not know this? I did not yeah, know this. That. Yeah, how, I how, said, how no, dare you say? I'm, I'm not even British yet. No. Do no, you know as a comedian you travel around, you see yeah, it, you end up with something then. to do. So they've got this thing where you can lick, there's a thing you can lick it and it tells you your salt. <laughs> <laughs> <There's> somebody's <laughs> house. <laughs> No, it's the it salt sounds museum. sounds like you It's the Chester <laughs> Salt Museum. And just come and lick this wall. That's a great, great big tongue. It's a big it's a tongue-shaped thing and you lick it oh, and it right. tells you the salt content. Your the salt wow. content. I'm, sounds- not, I'm not making it up. No, I, I believe
1: you. It could have just been a farmyard. Yeah, I also think <laughs> it, sound, it doesn't sound hygienic. Google it. I will Google. Don't, it. No, it's not hygienic not to Google that. No, bit. I, I've got, <laughs> I, I know that.
2: <laughs> that's fact. You just don't. You, you can go and, go to the Chester. Take take Ava and Max to the Chester Salt Museum.
1: Yeah, while you're there. Yeah, why in, not? Pop in. Gary in. Uh, Gary and Wolverhampton here says uh, I was up at five this morning to come to work after seeing Phil Nicol in Birmingham last night. I, no, he serenaded me on the front row. He oh. was amazing as always. Oh, that's awesome. Who's that? That was Gary in oh, Wolverhampton. Oh, oh, Gary. Hello, Gary. Do Thank you, remember
2: you so much. Gary. Oh, if Gary was there with his wife. <laughs> Hi, Gary. <Uh-oh. laughs> oh, hello, Gary. It's <laughs> so nice to hear from you again. <laughs> I'm glad we're still friends. I'm, still, I'm glad you still like me, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and I can only
1: apologise live on radio. Yeah, I mean, it was a great show, though. It was hey, a fun show. Live in the moment. What are you going to do, man? Yeah, man.
2: The Birmingham Mac... Um, it's part of my, part of my tour. Yes, yeah, you are on my, tour. I am on tour. I'm and doing, the tour's called? You're Wrong. Yeah. Spelled oh, Y-O-U-R. Oh. I like it. You do, I know. I, it, it irritates me. It people. does irritate me. I'm, does every it? time I see the poster, I'm like, oh, he's sp- oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Geeky, What's monkey. really funny is when people can correct me online and go, hey, don't, shouldn't it be Y-O-U, Buzz yeah. B-O-U-R? Oh. I'm like, yes. It should be if you weren't a loser. Oh. <laughs> 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 so you tour touring for how long? Um, I'm finishing the tour at the Soho Theatre on December 1st very nice I've got a run of uh, five shows there from the 27th oh November. right.
1: well I could not recommend that more highly uh, Phil is sure. one of the oh. best comics I've ever oh, worked with thank He's you Fantastic. Jason. we were very lucky to get him on the show today we've done many gigs together all yeah. over the world absolutely yeah we have we were in Dubai together once Dubai D- Comedy D- Festival, D- <laughs> Jim
2: Davidson Jim Comedy D- Festival, The D- Jim Davidson Comedy Festival.
1: Crikey, what were we thinking? Yeah,
2: what were we thinking about getting I don't paid? Know. Well, yeah, we, we we were in these hotels that were so lavish mm. that um, Kerry Marks, uh, as a friend of mine, said you could ring down to front desk and say and say I'd like an elephant brought to my room, please, and they would say African or Indian, sir. <laughs>
1: It was that sort of place. It was that sort of place. Yeah, I can't believe anyone made any money out of that. <laughs> no one made any money. Death in the desert. I think I we called it I in the end. do. I do I, Death in the desert. Yeah. That's right. It was. It was a mixture of like new comics, yes, uh, or, or modern comic, I guess, and like your old school. Yeah, Fred Carson. Fred Carson. Yeah. didn't? Did, didn't you? Do you? Do you do a joke about um, the
2: Irish. Uh, tourist board or you did it at the joke I think I had a, a joke,
1: joke at the time <laughs> yeah. tell the story this is, oh, good. this is good I think I had a joke at the time where I said uh, crikey I'm trying to remember the phrasing of it well, yes exactly it's, uh, it's a tricky... I, I think what it was was that they the, the the fact is there are more Irish people in the rest of the world than there is in Ireland yes so the the tourist board slogan was Ireland we're not all there yeah,
2: exactly <laughs> like it was just a silly sort of play on words it's a, it, and Frank Carson stood up and went I'm
1: having that. I'm having that. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. He, out, he pulled rank. He pulled rank.
0: <laughs> Jason
1: Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Oh.
2: Bill Nichols here. <laughs> doing the accent. I know I'm doing the accent. You're freaking He's me
1: out. Richard, Richard Olley, Do your voice. No, no, I'm
2: not doing my voice anymore. <laughs> I'm going to do the rest of the interviews from Sheffield.
1: <laughs> well, you had to you do an accent look, for your musical, you did didn't yeah, you?
2: Yeah, I did do an accent. I was, in a, I was in a musical called Everybody's Talking About Jamie.
1: Everybody was talking about everybody's talking about Jamie. I know as well. and it was massive.
2: It's, it's huge.
1: It's actually um, it's now
2: it's streamed into cinemas. Unbelievable. You know, like, you know the, the live theater streaming. Yeah, and That yeah. streaming was so successful. Six hundred and fifty plus view, uh, cinemas. Wow. That it broke box office records for the single viewing of a of a theater that's piece. Amazing. And, and, and that's been sold all over the world. So tell us what tell tell everybody what the show was about. Well, the show, the show was based on a true story about a boy named Jamie Campbell who was actually from County Durham, but it was transferred to Sheffield to be performed at the Crucible. So mm. it's set in Sheffield. And Jamie Campbell, was a, when he was 15 and a half years old, he rang Channel 4 and said, My name's Jamie, uh, I want to be a drag queen, and you should make a documentary about me. So Firecracker documentaries were handed the job, and they made a documentary about him. This kid lived with his mum in a council estate. Wow. And his mum, Margaret's an amazing woman. They really are an amazing couple. People. Really? Uh, well. They're not a couple. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, A couple of people. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are from County Durham, though, so it's you have to clarify that. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Durham. Are you touring there? Uh, you know? no, no, I'm not going to <laughs> no, Durham. I've, self, already, I've already done my Newcastle The confidence game. of a comedian not <laughs> playing that town, whereas I'm like,
1: uh, obviously I don't stand by any of those. Uh, and my ticket's on sale for the Newcastle <laughs> Arena. <laughs> I've already, I've already done
2: my gigs in the northeast. No, So, the, so it's about the boy, uh, Jamie Campbell, who wants to become a drag queen. And uh, mm. he goes wants to go to the prom wearing a dress. Wow. And it's about this, what happens at the at the school. Yeah, But, of course, in the actual documentary, they're not allowed to show the school. They're allowed to show him and his mates and the people around him. In the musical. In the musical. It's all about, so it's you? like uh, Billy
1: Elliot. Brilliant. That sounds great. Billy Elliot
2: with uh, drag queens. And I played Hugo, the the Mr. Miyagi type character, who oh, was I his see. mentor. You oh, know? nice. Yes. Did you get Bl- to blush, dress up? blush on, blush off? That's my little... <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> they wouldn't put it in the script. Either. Oh. Wax on, wax off. Come on, yeah. man.
1: Did you get to uh, drag up then? I, I the had to drag up every, yes. every
2: night. So there was a quick change. Uh, my uh, wig and makeup person just did a 16-minute quick change to go, make me go from... Uh, from a man to a oh, power went man, a woman. Yes,
1: <laughs> I saw the I saw your your Instagram, um, your Twitter pictures on, on occasion oh, you. Yeah, was, yeah you what do you think? You I kind of mean, me, don't you? I've got to tell you, I was confused. <laughs> you were confused.
2: You were. Uh, I was confused <laughs> a few times. I was like, oh, hello, hello, Phil. That's a new <laughs> Phil Nickel. I know. <laughs> I, I I wish I had the effort. I, you know, this is why I know that um, it's not for me because the effort. Yeah. To, to go into it. Um, but the three queens that were in the show with me mm. are pro- all professional drag queens. They're so good. They're so amazing. Yeah, amazing. They put so much time and effort into it and they really care. Mm. Genuinely lovely, lovely, lovely men. And
1: the show, the audiences just loved it. And- they, they do. The yeah. audience
2: is still running. It's on, it's on in the West End at the Apollo Theater. Um, mm-hmm. Michelle Visage from RuPaul's Drag Race oh, has just yes. joined the cast wow. as the teacher, uh, Ms. Hedge. Um, it's, got, it's got an all star cast. Yeah. And um, it's going to tour. It, I think it's
1: going to tour, yeah, amazing. absolutely. And would you go back into it again at some
2: point? Well, you know what? They've asked me if I'd be oh. interested, but I'm, uh, I'm because I'm doing this tour and, I, and yeah, I've got some dates, international dates next year. I, I don't know when I'd be able to.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, there's talk of an international tour of, of Jamie, though. Oh. Maybe you could meet you and I could do, do drag together. Hey, I would love to do that. You know, she, she'd be amazing. I think I'd look
1: pretty good as well. You'd be amazing. I have I already have the breath. Yeah, you'd think you'd look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actor's own.
2: Uh, act own. I have my own. I my own, yeah. Don't worry. What can you bring to this part? These, babies. <laughs> Jason. Absolute
1: Radio.
0: Manford. Where real music matters.
1: Anna and Walsley's message in. She says, Oh my goodness, Uh-oh. Jason. Uh-oh. I can't believe Phil was in Everybody's Talking About Jamie. I saw it streamed into my local cinema in New Brighton. Wow. Uh, I loved it so much. Amazing. As a mother, it hit me hard as his mum supports him so selflessly while she's so terrified for him. I can only hope one day that it's a completely... um, ironic show and that my children see it when they're grown up and think why was this even an issue
2: well that's great well it's very um, astute of her to say that yeah. actually because it should be the norm mm. and it should be acceptable but I guess that's part of the steps we're taking and in, in and we are living in that day and age of uh, of moving towards some kind of uh, understanding for think so. for people's sexualities I think it was just unspoken coming from the Victorian age yeah. it just has taken a long time for us to speak about it and accept that people there's a breadth of uh, sexuality of
1: course yeah I think and also, when I it's... identify as a Turtle. So yes. yeah, I'm. Well, I identify identify somebody <laughs> richer than me <laughs> yeah. with less children. I, I identify as your very best friend, rich <laughs> to the rich guy, <laughs> your mate that hangs around. Well, I mean, the problem is is when you get people sort of abusing the the sort of the, the system, I guess. You yeah. Know? Uh, I suppose that's sort of when it comes to it like, like a, have,
2: if you're a really lazy person identifying as someone
1: that's a go-getter yeah or like a you know. yeah, uh, or he, like a prisoner as uh, identifies as someone who's free free <laughs> that's right yeah this is where it's going to get stupid and that, that's why <coughs> I identify as, as your surgeon no yes. <laughs> no thank you so, so there's this story this week about um, uh, a guy called Emil Rattleband you've all <laughs> seen it that's his actual name I know but just made me laugh any <laughs> Rattleband so this you'll all see this story because it was it's been massive four weeks. So, this, this idiot um, is. Am um, <laughs> I allowed to say that? I don't know. Anyways, 60, this is his job title. Can you tell me. Okay. Right. Yeah. 69 year old positivity guru. Yeah. I mean what positivity guru us up not what? a job a positivity and we're <laughs> comedians yeah, <no. laughs> I don't get to say that about anyone I, I'm a positivity guru yeah but we're comedians think- we're positivity gurus positivity maybe he's a comedian maybe that's his way of saying a positive, it positive what
2: he's a laughter therapist no you, yeah no, exactly not no you, that. you know they say that about uh, you're a um sort of a, a rubbish man you're a uh, a waste disposal expert yes is yeah. that maybe so what's positivity positivity i don't know what it means like a, he he's likes to tickle you
1: I mean, uh, well, well not if he can he can't get a chance by all accounts the story goes okay. he says doctors have told him that he has a 45 year old's body um, his body <laughs> not just not in the fridge um, and, he, and he wants to be younger uh, ratman is suing his local authority after they refuse to amend his age uh, suing yes. them suing them he's gone to actual what? court the 69 year old let me read this to you right it's un- it gets worse The 69-year-old Dutchman is battling to legally reduce his age by 20 years so he can get more work and attract more women... On Tinder. Oh, there we go. There, there you've.
2: That's the crux of it. There's the button.
1: I love the fact that he thinks it is it's his age. I don't know if you've seen the picture of him. But, but, but what bugs me with that is, his doctor probably gone, "Oh, here he is again.
2: Oh, you look great. You got the body of a 45 year old." He's
1: like, "Oh yeah, I'm 45." He's got the body of a 45 year old. Fine, but he's got the face of Ralph Harris, and that's not going to get you. Pull, <laughs> that's not going to let you pull anyone uh, no, on Tinder, uh, mate. No. Um, he argues, and this is, you know, joking apart, but this. Uh, this is where it gets into like a.
2: <laughs> Sorry the, for laughing, but no, this. no, you're quite no because it is it's, it's so it's, ridiculous. It's making
1: me laugh. So this is where it gets worrying because he says, "Well, if transgender people are allowed to change sex, huh? he should be allowed to change his date of birth because doctors said that his body's 45 years old." What? Huh? Yeah, this no. is the this is the leap he's made. No, that's, that's ridiculous. not the same thing. Your, it's not the same thing. Your birth is yeah. actual because facts
2: fact. in history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you know what I mean? Like, what, what's that mean to his mother?
1: Yeah, how old was his mother when he was born? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that yes. poor old woman. <laughs> yeah, she was minus two. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? So he was born on uh, the 11th of March 1949, but says he feels 20 years younger and wants to change his birth date to uh, 11th of March 1969. Uh, amazing. He, I like the fact he's not actually changing his birthday. He's like, oh no, I quite like the 11th of March bit. <laughs> yeah, so oh, like, I don't mind 11th of March. I no, yeah. quite like that.
2: You know, quite why like don't it? make the 10th of March?
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so you could make it anything. That's that's deb- crazy, insane. isn't it? Yeah, you can't do that. Also, what what would be beautiful in a way is that if he did manage on, t- I don't know why he doesn't just do what everybody else does on Tinder but, and lie.
0: lie.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Well, maybe he's. Oh, I don't understand that. My hope a- is that he's he- 69, which is the perfect age for Tinder.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That comes up. You are like swipe <laughs> left. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, what I hope is that he one day matches uh, to someone 25 who's actually. 80 year old grandma. That's what I think yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
2: think mean, somebody's identifying some
1: 90 yeah. year old who's identifying as a 25 year old. Perfect. <laughs> idiot <laughs> alerts. <laughs> I love it when I get an idiot on the on in the world because you can't often these days you, you you don't get genuine nutters anymore. No, it's just my mind is boggling about about what he actually how he actually gets through his life. Well, I just worry <laughs> that it's one of them situations where they, what what they've obviously done, and you hear it all the time, don't you? I identify as a, a or whatever. Yeah, like it's not, the, like, it's not the same. You can't change that. No, I identify as a professional footballer yeah, for you, Tinder. Yeah, you can't do these things, you
2: know. And the thing works. is that this, it's really de- de- a bit degrading to uh, to trans people. Well, that's the problem. And, and what then? What they what they actually have to go through yes. uh, to, to not only discover that they are trans, but then have to be able to express it to other people and then be accepted. I mean, it must be very difficult.
1: Yeah, it's not the same it's, thing at all. No, I'm saying oh, I'm younger. Yeah, we all feel yeah, younger. younger or older
2: on different yeah. days. Yeah. No, I always feel younger. No, I feel you like can. I'm like a 14 year old boy trapped in a 53 year old man's body.
1: <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, more from Phil <laughs> <laughs> coming up next. Jason,
0: Jason.
1: Absolute Radio,
0: Sanford where real music matters.
1: I realised halfway through that last chat we were like two uh, just straight white guys. <laughs> just we were her. going, hey.
2: Here's our opinion. Well the thing is that, that is it's di- it's difficult, isn't it? it is because difficult uh, yeah. because um I, I don't want to be a, a degrading to anyone. No, well, you know? I've helped us out here. And it's such an, easy, such an easy thing to tip over and not, and, uh, and as comedians as well. I mean, I like to make fun of everything. Yes, of I, course. I, there's, yeah. no, there's no subject that's out of bounds for me. If it's funny, it's funny. Yes. Um,
1: but this is a, a, quite a sensitive issue and it is a very timely issue. Well, it's tough, isn't it, when you're on stage sometimes because there are so many things you can be doing jokes about and somebody, like the other night somebody got, somebody got offended because one of the support acts did a joke about asthma. You're know, all right. I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. I, yeah. You make fun of me, so I get it. Like, because it's not you know, it's yeah. not nice for you, but like, there's two thousand people here, because I've yeah. looked through every single person. Exactly. I get it, you know. Yes. But at the same time, um, this was such a big story this week. I thought it'd be useful to get an actual take on somebody who uh, has been affected uh, firsthand. Uh, okay. and a friend of ours, a comedian friend of ours, yeah. uh, Bethany Black. Uh, who's a brilliant comic and was also the first transgender actor in a leading role on British television. She was in Russell T Davies' uh, uh, Banana, yeah, which was a, a, a great that. show. I saw that. Uh, Good
3: morning, Beth. morning. Morning. Right?
1: Yes, I'm sorry so to bring you so well. That.
3: I had someone last week. I mentioned on stage that I'm on the autism spectrum, and somebody got really upset and said, "You can't talk about that." My kids autistic.
1: Yeah, and you're well, like, well, I can't w- talk about me. So am I. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, not how it it's works. So
3: nice, so, you know, it's all right. I can actually talk about that. No, you can't. But, <sighs> oh, I am doing. So,
1: it's, you know. it's, a, it's, a, it's a tricky one, this job sometimes. So, Beth, you must have read this story this week and immediately yeah, gone, oh, brilliant. I
3: went, oh, God. Yeah, I went, oh, for God's sake, rolled my eyes yeah. so hard that I nearly went blind and went, oh, this again. Because this happens every now and again. Someone mm. will say something like this. Oh, I'm an attack helicopter. Oh, I'm a, I'm a shark. <laughs> Right. That's how I identify. I identify as a shark and you've got to respect my wishes and you just go, Oh yeah, big. Yeah, well done. Um yeah, nice of you to <laughs> nice that you've decided that this is the thing that you want to go with. And it's it's often it's done. It feels like it, well, it's it's the thing that people seem to think that it's it's well, if if someone could do that, why it's all if yeah,
1: well, they could do that, why, I why can't I do it? this? I identify I, as I, as someone who's yeah. not got a job and I have to go to work today. You're like that's yeah. I identify as yeah, the queen.
2: Yeah, you can't yeah, do that. No. And you're all fired.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's it, but it's not about identifying. I no. Think, I don't think I think and I think that that's where the language in it goes really lets it down. Because it's more like age, especially like with this, this guy who says, you know, I'm 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 not sixty nine, I'm 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 forty five,
1: yeah.
3: And you go, Well, fine, lie about your age, carry on doing that. Russell Kane's been doing it for years. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know that's okay if you want to do that. The thing is that age is a process. Age is something that you go through, as you know, and and your body will be affected by yeah. the aging process. This is a thing that will happen to you. Like, there's no way if you were to go and take him off into a into a laboratory and do tests on him, you go, "Oh, actually, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. All of our tests show that your body is 45." <laughs> yes. Well, the thing is, um,
2: Bethany, if they if they did do that and they were able to prove it, then we would all go, "Oh, fair enough, he is 45." It, but we all yes. know that it's not true. That's not going to happen. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, this is a guy... Who, and, and, and what what exactly is the thing that he's sort of finding himself being oppressed for, for being... 69? Well, like,
1: that's the other thing, I think, is that there's no negative outcome for him. Yeah. Like He doesn't have to go through any process of going... He's not going to go to his family and go, guys, mum, dad, I'm 45. Uh, I'm <laughs> like, it's <Yeah>. not...
3: <coughs> yeah, I mean,
1: it's sort of disrespectful to everyone who's ever had to do that.
3: Yeah, it is. It is, in and no it's because that's because like growing up, that was the thing that was was the biggest fear for me. I mm. I I slowly went mad. I didn't I didn't want to tell anyone uh, because I kind of knew from everything I'd seen in the media that it would mean that no one in my family would want anything further to do with me. Yeah, mm. and so I drank a lot and I did loads of other stuff to just sort of. Try and either put it off, try and bury it, mm. or to try and reach the point where if I did eventually come out, that none of my family would want anything further to do with me. Mm. Um, so it wouldn't be sort of be all oh, right, okay? You know, we've we've disowned you anyway, so this isn't a problem. Um, and it didn't work out like that. But the the mental scars and the stuff that I've had to deal with as a result of that yeah, of to, get to that point have affected me every day for the rest of my life. Yeah, um, stuff. Yeah, but I mean, think about
2: him, Bethany. Think about him. Yeah, he's, you know, going, he's going to have to tell his forty-six-year-old son that he's. Yeah, <laughs> younger than him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, and that he's sleeping with the guy's
1: girlfriend. Yeah, I
3: mean, that, I mean uh, when's that happened? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, Beth, thanks for coming on this morning. Have a little chat That's with right, us. Right, right. I hope you. I hope right, everything's nice. going well for you, and I'll speak yeah. to you soon. Love right, you, Beth. Yeah. See you know, later. Care. Bye. Take you care. Take care. Bye. I want to know, if it ever happens, which it won't, if it ever happens and you were able to identify it as a different age, what age would you go for? Ooh, okay. Me? Have a little think about that over okay. the news. Uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text. What would you do? Or Would you change your kids' age or your parents' age? What would you do? Is there a, <laughs> a perfect age? Would you go older? Would you go younger? 8, 12, 15 on the text. Jason Manford. Absolute
0: radio.
2: Phil Nichols yeah, here. I'm here, yeah. You were having a little sing-song there as well. I was having a little sing-song. Can't you, help it. Yeah. No, you sing a lot, don't you? Yeah. yeah you a trained singer. Did you train?
1: I didn't voice? originally, no. How
2: did you come up that, that voice? I mean, I, um, I'm not,
1: you know, I don't want to blow yeah, smoke, no, but that's I, uh, beautiful. I, my family are all singers. Ah. So my. But when I was a kid, we used to spend all, like, Sunday yeah. uh, at, at the pub watching my nana's band. My nana was a lead singer of a... Of a band, she came right. over to Manchester in the fifties right. from Dublin. Her and my granddad, and they were a little folk duo. All oh, right, well, and they
2: what were they them. called?
1: They were they were just they were just the two of them um, at the time, just their names, and then they became the Ryan Family Show Band. Wow. Yeah, so she had 11 kids and she trained what? them all to play instruments and harmonize and wow. and they were just this ridiculous Did They do the dancing and stuff it and was so a, on. I don't know if there was much dancing going on. There was a lot know, of I drinking. <laughs> what the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a lot of and then as they got older as well that like there's, there's weird things that you remember like in the pubs like that. I remember like my uncle Gary playing the the uh, the bass dum 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 yeah. dum yeah. and just like at the, in the end in the strings of the bass just his cigarette just in like Ooh, st- yeah. there, just like ready for the end of the song like, yeah he can't wait yeah exactly yeah so so
2: singing a lot is good
1: for you though isn't it so yeah so just sing I suppose from an early age singing along and you know doing that I used to get up with my nan and sing these little these Irish songs and country western songs and that well that's funny it was great fun and then and then I just sort of got to a point where um, well, actually, I did the thing on ITV, a thing called Born to Shine, which was like a, it was for Save the Children. It was like a charity thing, but it was, it, it was like, couldn't learn a new um, yeah. skill. You yeah. Know, celebrities learning, learning new skills, like Jenny Bond learned the xylophone and somebody else learned <laughs> river dance or whatever. <laughs> right. And I had to learn how to opera sing. Oh, wow. And it was just after my uh, twi- twins were born, so I was sort of off work. Okay. And so I had loads of time. Right. And there was a local woman here in Salford. And uh, who was an opera singer and teacher, and they said, oh, Oh. use her as much as you want. Yeah. And I said, all right, I will. But I think they thought I'd use her about three times. I used her every day for two months. Well, why not? On their dime. How long ago was that? That was about, crikey, that was eight years ago. Why?
2: Because you can hear it. You can hear it now. I mean, I don't know if you've always been able to sing that like that. But no, it's definitely improved. You're, 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 yeah, I mean, it's it's no, it's an obvious yeah. difference between I, I sing because I, I mean, so I, my singing was I went to church five times a week till I was fifteen or something. We yeah, sang, yeah. our family sang hymns all the time, but I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music or watch of course, TV yeah. or films. Your family like,
1: born in Christians?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. but like devout the born in devout, Christians. Yeah. It's the
2: Brethren Assembly. Wow, it's like really the hymns are so. But I, know you have to sing. So I it's was
1: sound fo- like Footloose.
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you should see me, Dad. It got a cut loose. Uh, I was a bit like that. No, I grew up in a I grew up in a place called Pickering. Have they seen your act? No, they have. No, <laughs> no, I I seen, they, they haven't. Ne- they've never seen my act. <laughs> they have not se- ever seen my act. Oh my god! I talk about that in my tour show. Um, yeah. I've got a great story because I I appeared on the the Weakest Link. Uh, when, oh, okay. I was on the, I was on the charity comedians Weakest yes, Link with Dan Robinson. Right. You know the one with the face. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and and I and I. And, um, I did did a show in Edinburgh that year called "The Naked Racist." Yes, that's and, right. And it's a true story. But at the end of the Naked Racist, I chased Nazi skinheads naked down the streets of Amsterdam <laughs> about two thirty in the morning. And to illustrate the point in the show, I used to take my clothes off and then run into the audience naked. Yes. Um, so Ann Robinson, you know she makes fun of the guests. She goes, "You know, Phil Nickel, you're not funny if you're not naked." Phil Nickel can't be funny if he's not naked, right? So I got down to the final four. Uh, I was on with Frank Carson. It's the yep. uh, way I tell him. and uh, <laughs> And Ed Byrne. It's the way I tell him. And yeah, right. And so. And so anyway, I said, to, if I got voted off, I, I turned to the studio on and said, you might not know this about The Weakest Link, but no. in between rounds they take Anne off and they tighten her face and they bring, <laughs> her, they bring her back on, right? So, so Rob Deering was going to get me voted off. So I said, if I get voted off, I'm going to make Anne Robinson laugh. So she, I got voted off and she took great pleasure in saying, Phil Nichol, you're The Weakest Link, goodbye. So I stood to one side, took all my clothes off, <laughs> and walked past her and they pixelated it. Oh, amazing. <laughs> one pixel. <laughs> <laughs> did she laugh? <laughs> no. She, 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 she howled with laughter. She was like, she, she totally lost it. But then the studio manager came over and said, um, we loved it, we thought it was hilarious, but when you took your mic, uh, your shirt off, you didn't tell us you were going to do it. You, the mic pack hit the ground and made a noise. Oh, no. So we're going to have to reshoot it, put your clothes back on. Stop it. And then they took her off, they brought her back on, and they did it again, Let's and do she do totally straight-faced me. Oh, no! And she made some joke. You are the smallest link. Goodbye. And then, and then, then, but that got me on the top ten TV moments of the BBC. Top ten TV moments, right at the end of the year, which they show in Canada. Which my mom and dad. saw so, so I got a call from my father he's furious Philip your mother and I are absolutely furious and I go why because we are watching The Weakest Link and, we, and I said oh no we, did you watch it then I certainly did watch it till the end your mother's, your mother's in bits and my, you'd hear my mum screaming from another you're a dirty dirty wee peasant. you're a dirty dirty <laughs> wee man you're not my son I must have dropped you when you were hot right <laughs> and then, and then I apologise I can only apologise and, and my dad goes we don't want an apo- we don't want to an explanation we want an apology because when your mother we're so excited to see you on the week's length. She's gone off and called all of her friends oh, no. from the church <laughs> and they've all seen you. <laughs> You're a shame to the family. But well, that's good. Oh, I son, goodness.
1: one pixel, one pixel. Sunday mornings, <laughs> 8 till
0: 11, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Your
1: parents uh, were, were Scottish. Yeah, that's yeah my,
2: my father's from Clydebank. My mother wow. is a uh, from Calvin Grove. We just moved to Canada and... Moved to Canada when I was about five. Um, yeah. and my and father. My father's a builder. Oh, okay. And uh, in, in the seventies, late 60s and 70s, Canada was offering men money to move to Canada. Ah, Scotsmen and I, a lot of Scots and a lot of Northern Irishmen mm. moved there, yeah.
1: But they must be proud of you sometimes. That's so typical of Scottish. Money? How much? <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Cheerio. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, Mum.
2: <laughs> to the whole family. <laughs> now, my family, like, I grew up in a place called Cumbernauld, which is kind of known as being a bit of a... Um, a a rough place right uh, my father turned to make us give us a better life he moved us to Pickering which is home of the world's largest nuclear plant <laughs> okay <Nice. laughs> yeah and it's still better than Cumbernauld's <laughs> <laughs> eight reactors big <laughs> no effect on me whatsoever sorry
1: these are jokes not... <laughs> <laughs> so you um, but you've, you've made your mum proud since then haven't you uh,
2: not just yes. the weakest link moment well the,
1: well, the, the naked racist it was the
2: naked racist yeah that, that same year, uh, shortly thereafter, I got invited to uh, part of winning I won the comedy award yes, uh, I in, remember, in yeah. Edinburgh the, the, it was it was the uh, the Perry award the Perrier, yeah. and then the year I won it became the if Dot comedy award uh, uh, sponsored by Halifax banks and oh. then it, and then the, the financial crash happened so i 'm like the George Lazenby of comedy <laughs> award winners <laughs> so, uh, so but my part of the part of going the award was a, I got invited to Buckingham Palace right, uh, wow. they, they do an event where they do uh,
1: give a little of um. A party don't tell from... me you got naked. You know. No,
2: no, I didn't. My, that's my I mother. Just... So my, <laughs> I was. I flew my mother from Canada. You're only, I flew my mum and dad from Canada, and uh, and I combed my hair and everything. And I took that. And I took me. My mum really proud You've never combed your hair. You, you, you're, oh, you will you your here for the Queen, will you? <laughs> you not come. your hair for me. when I ask you. Anyway, so on all the way there, and you don't know. I don't know. I didn't know this, much, but but all the um the the black watch or the of the guards all the yes. way up. So I, as my mom, we, my mum and I were the first in line, and I got a nice suit made for of mine on Savro made me a nice suit right, for Lovely. cheap, and I comb my hair. And I'm with my mom, and she's going to tell. She's telling all the all the, all the guards all the way up. I've got have you have you heard this joke? She's telling them all jokes all the way up. She's <laughs> she, she's wired. My mother is like <laughs> she's so excited, so she's going to meet the queen. And then uh, it's obviously like a casual event, but they do two greeting lines, and they put my mom and uh, myself at the top. And I had a little thing that said comedian on it. And I said to mom the queen the guy said the queen's going to ask you what you how you why you're here and what you've done. And I said and I said to mom well, I'll tell her that I'm a Stripper, I've taken my on my clothes. My mum, don't you dare do that to me. She hits, she hits me. My mum hits me and makes what the words at the same thing. So my mum's hit me. I go, don't you dare, Philip. You embarrass me in front of the Queen. Mum, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to embarrass you in front of the Queen. She's so over the means My mum's a working class, of course. Yeah. But the thing is, my my parents are. I, so I like to say in the show, I'm a, I'm a realist, not a royalist. But my hmm. for my mother's sake, my mother is 90 years old next year. She was in Glasgow when it was being bombed by the V2 rockets. She tells me stories of being uh, hiding. She tells me a story of. Um, being separated from her sister uh, when the rock, when the um, alarms went off and mm. hiding in the coal shed under the under the stairs being Good covered. In, when they came home, thinking everyone was gone and yeah, dead. Course. So and then and then the royal family would come on on the radio and say it's going to be okay. We right. know, stand strong, stay together, and my all the family. My, so I'm giving them goosebumps. Today. Yeah, course, So my, my So my mother, to her, see why, to yeah. meet this woman was the highlight of her life. Wow. And I've got two older brothers and I, who, have, who are married with children who live 10 minutes either side of them. <laughs> and I have gone around the world, become a rock and roll comedian, done everything I ever want to do, <laughs> don't have kids, live the life of Riley, and I suddenly became son number one. Yes! Yes! yes. But then I told that, it said that in a show of mine, and my mum rang me and went, oh, you think you're son number one, do you? <laughs> You'll never be son number one to me. I treat you all the same. I don't know where you get that from. You're like your father. Elegant. <laughs> she sounds divine. <laughs> she is fantastic. My mother. My mother. if She went to she went to meet the Queen, it was fantastic. She had a lovely talk. The Queen is an absolutely adorable woman. Yeah, was, yeah. And she just they talked. They talked for quite a long time. She would "I, I like to talk, Ethel. My mum's name is Ethel. Ethel May Diggle. So I'd like to move on." So my mother went right. Prince Andrew was there. My brother's name is Andrew. So she went up to Andrew. Andrew's talking to this gorgeous blonde woman. Of you know, all, all t- <laughs> And my mum grabs his elbow, and I'm, I'm going. Woo! She grabs his elbow, and but my mum's only about five foot tall so he looks around he can't see it, like, like in a cartoon <laughs> I'm down here <laughs> now here you are you not come and speak to me you've invited me all the way to your house to, vi- to for me to visit you you haven't come and spoken to me yet Andrew and I'm, I've, I've named my son after you and everything and I'm, I'm, I'll tell your mother just Wow. Like laying into this and he's really nice going well thank you very much <laughs> <Sounds> <laughs> and, amazing. The, and this is great she's, she's, she nicks, she's nicking mince pies Going, and I, I'm going to think the Queen made them herself mum she was in there <laughs> she's going I've, I've got them for your dad so, so she's nicked mince pies at oh. Buckingham Palace and she, she sounds great and she find,
1: when she finds out I've told people that she goes don't tell anyone like Should well, will luckily, be mortified again. Well, luckily we don't go out in Canada. So.
0: <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio.
1: Where real music matters. Good morning. It's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Phil Nickel is my guest. Yes, this I morning. am. Yes, he is. I'm really happy to be here. He's on tour at the moment. You can see him I
2: live all over the country. Yes, uh, it's true. Actually, I'm in hmm. Coventry tomorrow night. There you go. Um, and uh, and also, and then I go away to uh, Los Angeles for a little while. Nice. And then uh, when I come back, I'm in uh, um, Norwich. I'm From L.A. to Norwich. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the highlights. Very much the L.A. of, uh, of the U.K. Yeah, absolutely. was our Norwich. And then I'm doing some, and I've got one, I can't remember the one after Norwich, but then, then I'm doing the Soho Theatre oh, yes. in London. So you've got a run there, haven't you? The November 27th to December 1st, actually, yeah, at 7.30. And, and where can people find out information about your tours? Uh, well, I've got a website, philnickel.com, you can go to. Very original. Yeah, thank you very much. Good name. I met a guy, this is a true story, uh, in Newcastle this year on the tour. A guy walked up to me and said, hi, my name's Russell. I'm like, hi Russell. He goes, I'm the guy that you bought your website from. And I was like, what? Because twelve years ago I couldn't get philnickel.com. I could oh, I, I had to go to philnickel.co.uk. Oh, and God. the guy that owned the guy that had it we kind of track them down. So this guy came up to me and went, hi, my name's Russell. I'm the guy that owns your website. I'm like, well, what'd you do that for? And he went, no, I've never bought, I'm not the guy that, I'm not kind of guy that buys loads of them and then makes <laughs> money. I just saw you 12 years ago, thought that guy's brilliant, went home, Googled it, realised you hadn't bought it yet. So I bought it thinking, uh, and I was like, what? what? Why would you do that? Right? Right? Yeah. Weirdo. It's like, I'm, yeah, weirdo. And and then he said, <laughs> and when you finally tracked me down and your agent you know, got to buy this, the philnickel.com off me, um, I, you, you paid me two hundred pounds, and you offered me four free tickets to any show, and that was twelve years ago. And I've now seeing your show for the first time for twelve years. <laughs> <at> 12, years. <laughs> twelve years
1: later, I was I was really annoyed. Yeah, I, like, would you just got, I want the two hundred quid back, mate. Yeah, and whatever the tickets cost. Yeah, cheeky, that so, is cheeky. It did. So I made fun of him the whole show. Yeah, why not? Yeah, well, there's a, there's a there's a treat for that. We asked earlier if you could identify as any age what you would go for, Uh, a few people uh, messaged in. Susie from Hawley said, I'd just like to change my date of birth to the 31st of October because then there'd be better parties, Halloween and stuff like that. I don't know what her birthday is at the moment. Yeah. Imagine if you were born around Christmas, you'd probably want to go, can I change my birthday to like July? Yeah. Yeah.
2: New Year's Eve. I know. I know a couple of people. New Whoa. Year's Eve. What a. What the. What are you? Oh. That's not a good. <laughs> no.
1: No. <laughs> Sorry. Michaela just... says. Um. I, I identify. This is. We were talking this morning about this sixty-five-year-old who, sixty-nine-year-old who identifies as a who says he identifies as a forty-five-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she says, I'd like to identify as uh, somebody who can't hear, so I can't hear rubbish like a 65-year-old identifying as a 45-year-old. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> uh, Sarah, I would change it to 65 so I could retire now and get my pension. Oh, that's a nice idea, that's actually. Nice we idea. could all do that. Yeah, why not? Uh, and Yvonne says uh, uh, Julia said that she wants to be 55. Then she can cash in her pension. Uh, I want. To, I want to be 67. Then I can retire. The guy who wants to be 45 can work for another 22 years to keep us work to keep us in uh, actually, in pension. That's say. very true. Actually, we didn't think about that. Maybe
2: we need more older men identifying as younger men. <laughs> keep working. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. there's going to be a pension problem in the country, isn't there? So, so there's more.
1: There is very much this <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, what would you, what would you go for if you could pick an age? Was, have you have you had a favorite age where
2: you thought? Uh, I feel like I'm stuck at age fourteen. Like I got. Yeah. I, I don't. I think it's because you know if you've been listening to You're the like program, in big. I, I was I, I left I ran away from home. I was raised in this really devout family, Christian family, in the Brethren Assembly. Uh so when I was seventeen, I when I was fourteen I started realizing I could listen to like secular music and mm. I could, you know, s- take Christian rock albums out of the house and replace them with the clashes Sandinist and sneak them into the house and, <laughs> you know, put put that Christian rock album on the side table, Phil Keggy nice. Resurrection Mess, and then Sandinista on the turntable. If my mum knocked on the door, she'd say, You okay, son of I? praise the Lord, mother. But Daddy was a about- you know. So, so, so I, I think I'm stuck at about that age.
1: Yeah, I think I, I, feel I like agree. A child. And I don't know Sunday mornings, eight
2: till eleven. Jason
0: Manford on Absolute
1: Radio, where real music matters. Good morning. It's the Jason Manford show. Phil Nicholas here. I um, am. I didn't tell you what I identified as. I think I've always identified older. To be honest. Yeah. Always. I'm. A, I'm slowly. I'm 37 now, but I'm slowly. Like approaching my age,
2: right? I, you've always seemed to be like to me the kind of guy that's got it together, has had it together.
1: I've been faking it until I make it. Yeah, that no. is very not no, not. no,
2: I don't know. It's just something about you. Always quite self assured, and yeah, I guess I so. I, maybe maybe I that's just on the outside, but yeah, I
1: think probably mostly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always, even when I was like seventeen, I always felt like I wanted to be a dad. You know, stuff like, which is very unusual for a 17-year-old to be thinking, hey, one day I'd like to You're settle right. down and have kids. Like, I don't know. You know. It's my family, my brother's
2: got four daughters and they all had kids as teenagers. Well, yes, I mean, I must say, <laughs> I, I,
1: I, my mum was the same. Like, I was born two weeks after her 17th birthday. Oh, which, wow, okay. I mean, by Manchester standards, is quite the late start. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. She's, she's a, <laughs> a spinster at that point. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I've, I think in my head I'm probably 50. Yeah. and I've, and I've been—I've always been about thirteen, fifteen years older than I actually am okay. for my whole life, okay, even since I was a child. So, would you, would you like to change that? Are you happy? you happy with that? I definitely don't—I don't want to be fifty, no, because I'm—I'd like to slowly catch my own age up. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think I always have, and I think sometimes you meet like kids, like my daughter's a bit like that. My daughter's already about forty. Are you, you're, are are you the youngest? I'm the, the eldest. Of, you're the of eldest. Of my so
2: yeah. So yeah. So you had that's the thing. You you learn the responsibility. My brother Stephen is is, my, is sixty this year. Right. He just always seemed like an old man to me.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe that's part of it. And, and I'm the my, youngest. Yeah. Well, my eldest daughter. She's like that. So she's she's twins, but she's the eldest of the two, and she is very much uh, about forty five year old woman in a yeah. nine-year-old I think body.
2: it's really funny. She's, she's, a, she's twins, but she's the eldest of two, but she's the eldest. She's the el- definitely she like the eldest. She's a minute older than the other one. Yeah. And she's
1: like, no, I'm the oldest. So they cling on to that. It's that sort oh, of I get reminded about that a lot, yeah. But no, she's, like, even yesterday, I was like, she was like, what, what, what are we having for dinner? I said, uh, I said I was going to do a bit of salmon. She was like, oh, I prefer sea bass. I was like, you're, what? Na- you're nine. Jason, Jason,
0: Jason.
1: Absolute Radio where real music matters. Phil Nichol is here. <laughs> Hello. Having conversations <laughs> off air that we cannot have on air. Very well, much, I don't so. know. I think we could talk about something. <laughs> there, but we definitely... are we talking about your family. Yeah. Talking about you being the eldest. Yeah, that's all fine. All, that's all <laughs> fine. That's all good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see this story this week uh, uh, about a woman who, um, who got... This is... If you're having your breakfast, I can only apologise. Okay. So, um, a woman made a cake for a baby shower. Okay, Um, sounds like a nice thing, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a lovely idea. Yeah, Um, Do not question this, right? So she basically made the the, the, the cake... Can you see that picture there? Oh, yeah. Yes, so she made the cake of the baby coming out, being (laughs) given birth to... And the cake is that exact moment, including a little bit of extra that nobody wants to talk about. no. We're going to skip past that bit. What? Uh, Cake-o-rama in uh, (laughs) Loughton, in Wigan... Uh, is uh, is, what, is what it's called? Um, it's uh, I mean, with a little bit of poo as well. Oh, a, little yes, a little yeah. bit of chocolate. Yes, essentially. Yeah, but like no. coming out of like properly, oh. it's properly detailed. Like I've seen. Can you guys be like, mm, I like chocolate. Me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who, <give> ma- me. <laughs> who wants a piece of this on I the way know. home? Uh, she baked it using traditional sponge. Uh, <laughs> I did buttercream and strawberry jam, uh, chocolate sprinkles for the uh, the, the, the hair, and uh, fondant to make the uh, mm, uh, merging from the uh, mm. uh, uh, So, a right. uh, doll's head was used I, to I, represent I, the actual baby. Wow. Wow. It's an actual baby shower. They remember this. Yeah. That's, but also, mmm. How, like, how do you slice through it? Like, there's so many questions. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. yeah. Oh.
1: Caesarean baby. That was, cake. That's disgusting. Uh, that's amazing. I say it's disgusting. It's, that's because it's gluten-free. But... <laughs> <laughs> I have no, I'm ah, nice. sure it tastes lovely. <laughs> Ooh. Now, think of those extreme cake makers now, though. Yes. But, I mean, who watches an episode of One Born Every Minute and thinks, hmm, I'm a bit package? <laughs> oh, yeah, I can imagine I do that cake on the Great British Bake Off? <laughs> <laughs> I've done this. this is childbirth week. Ch- <laughs> yeah, this Crying. is my plus, placenta... i uh, uh, rolls. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Honestly, I, if you if you get chance to pop on Google, just Google the uh, the, oh, the baby shower, um, baby shower, baby baby born, baby cake. shower cake. Yes, um, wow, that was been in the news this week. But cri- honestly, it's like Saving Private Ryan with buttercream. Honestly, <laughs> never seen anything like it. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying! Uh-huh. Absolutely, I'm traumatized. And I like cake. I bet you do. Absolutely, I do. But <laughs> Even I'd be like. I'm actually all right. Yeah,
2: guys. I think you probably, for the first minute, and then you'd be like, actually, give us some of that. <laughs> I'll, I'll have some of that. <laughs> mm. Just the edge,
1: I'll just have the edge of it, yeah. It'll be absolutely fine. 812-15 uh, is the text this morning. If you're up and about, it'd be lovely to hear from you. Uh, coming up after 10, we're going to be talking about being sacked. Uh, there was a story this week uh, about some people doing something quite unusual at work uh, and getting sacked for it. So I'm looking for your stories. Uh, the most random reason you got Sacked.
0: Radio, where real music matters.
1: I was going to talk about uh, being sacked. Different people have been sacked this morning, but after we posted, the yeah. little picture on Twitter just yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to read these. Phil. Okay, oh, no, read them. Please. There's some people judging your appearance here. My, mine, yes, Phil. Why? Listen to this. Why? Uh, this is this is Nikki in London. Sorry, Nikki. Wow. Just saw the picture of you and Phil on Twitter. Not heard or seen of Phil before, but he is an absolute hottie. What? Right? <laughs> yeah. I thought oh. it was just a one-off, because okay. Nikki messages in a lot. She, she, you know, she's that sort of person, so yeah. I, I sort of thought, she's not, she doesn't mean it. Yeah. And then Sue from the Wirral. Great show as always, Jason, but I have to say, just Googled Phil, one word. Hot. No, you're making that up, mate. I'm you're looking it I'm, I wouldn't make it up. I promise you. I'm reading it off the screen right now. This is Sunday morning. This is my Sunday morning look, mate. Right? I think that's what I think that's what <laughs> women like. Yeah, an, an old man. With
2: a fourteen-year-old heart, it was actually it was actually the producer Joe's uh, great photography. I think <laughs> it must have been. And yes, you're a good looking. For and, my- he, and he's photoshopped it. He's done that face tune. <laughs> he's made my eyes bigger, my teeth wider. What well, I'm, I'm just, I'm. You, so I, you, you made me think there was going to be loads of them. It was two. There's two, but that's, still quite, that's more than we've ever
1: had. <laughs> Well I've been doing the show 3 years and that's two more compliments than I've had. No. You're a hardy in my mind. Thanks man. Thank you. Only in your mind. Uh, but Let's, I just wanted to apologize really on behalf of these listeners who are looking at you like Phil's a, a human being man. He's not yeah, a piece of meat. Exactly. So you know I mean he's got he's got a he's got, a, he's got, a, he's got a, other things going for him. It's not just what he looks like. That's not what's important exactly. about Exactly. You you can buy my albums <laughs> on iTunes. You can if you think I'm hot. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Google, you know. I, only gas uh, it's out there. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> people tease me all the time and tell me that I look like Robert Downey Jr. or something like that. I think I always think they're winding me up. Yeah, you've got to look a look of down. That's just because I've got a beard. Yeah, and you're it's just old. a beard, and I'm old. <laughs> We're the same age. I think I'm a month older than he is. is. That right? Yeah, and the thing is, if you you know, in, in Iron Man three, there mm. was a scene where he loses all his army, goes in the back of a news van, and there's a guy in there who goes, "Oh my goodness, Tony Stark! I I want to look like you, want to be like you." And this guy, and I look way more like <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. than that act, that actor. And I didn't get the part. I didn't get an audition. <laughs>
1: I'm not happy. Uh, well, not at least you're happy. getting. You look a bit like Robert Downey Jr. I'm getting people <laughs> tweeting me telling me that their Plusnet broadband's gone down.
0: Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.
1: I'm getting more messages in here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So About how hot stuff. you are. You had one no as you. Well. You said there was one that said you're st- you're hot as well. I got no, and then the next one was from. Uh, Did they spell hot a w h a w t? That's what I want to be. That's hot. what you were. You were h a w t. I got Daniel Smith on uh, on Twitter. <laughs> Danielle Smith on Twitter saying, "Grow your beard back." I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, "All right, thanks." Um, and then my ex-wife message literally just texted me. She's taking the kids to uh, taking the kids to swimming this morning, and she said. Uh, uh, the 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 votes some this are from my actual daughter's film. <laughs> right. Uh Phil Nichols hot, one vote. Phil Nichols not vo- not hot, two votes. But it's for fair they're, they're you know, they're kids. <laughs> um, look at me going, oh <laughs> <laughs> come on, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna do? And then uh, I think he's hot too. So if you you know oh, right, just, okay. Yeah, so there you well, go. So so, family so, affair. so yeah, so
2: two two po- two two listeners and, and your family. and My whole family. <laughs>
1: Oh well, it did make me feel good for a moment. <laughs> it gave me hope.
0: <laughs> um,
1: uh, so there was a story this week in the paper. Yeah, and uh, well, you've seen it. It was a huge story. It was uh, originally we all thought it was sort of true um, that this the the Ryanair staff had um, had, to, had been made to sleep on the floor uh, in a in a, in a um, in an airport. Right. Uh, these or pilots and, and and whatnot. Anyway, it turns out it was it was a bit of a hoax. And they'd they'd done it to prove a point, I think, because they weren't given uh, great accommodation or whatnot. So they'd done it to prove well, a point. What you mean, they were they were put in like a cheap a cheap low budget hotel. Yeah, I presume so. Yeah, <laughs> right. or, yeah, or not even that good. I don't think you know. So for whatever it was, I think yeah. they they ended up not even getting that. But right. for whatever reason, uh, they faked this photo. And there's oh, right. a photo. The embarrassing bit is there's a there's a still from the CCTV camera. Of them faking the photo. (laughs) Oh no! And so of course uh, they got sacked. Yeah, they got sacked. Of course, there's a bit of an uproar and all that sort of stuff, uh, as there always is. But I just thought there's there's always something in there. I think everyone's got most people, because I know you haven't. (laughs) Most people have got in them a story of sacking, like a moment where you. where well, you got? So you have a little scratch? Yeah, yeah. There. I, yeah I'm sorry, can little... you hear that? Yeah, can I hear that? <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry. Like,
2: what is that noise? Well, I've got because because uh, I shaved my chest when I was doing everybody's talking about Jamie. Oh, see. Because I was playing a drag queen in the show. Right. So I'd shave my chest, shave my legs, and and it's so I'd wear a dress. Yeah. And uh, and, it, and it's it's been growing back in, and it, and it still just make I've got a, a, quite a hairy chest, and so it's hello hello ladies. <laughs> <lead. It's, laughs> this guy just gets let, more. Let's, let's make love on hey, the road. JWT. <laughs> 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 yeah, with the guy with the itchy
1: chest. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. You. And uh, uh, so, yeah, so I was thinking about uh, getting sacked. There's so many stories of, of getting sacked, moments where you got sacked. I've had... I once got sacked from uh, a well-known burger restaurant. Uh, right. Yeah. If Imagine, like... The king of them, <laughs> right? Have <laughs> I given too much away? Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and uh, and that was because so you worked these long shifts, you know. They were like sort of eleven hour days. Uh, stood up like with the fryer and all that sort of stuff at the back. There, I was only seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. And uh, I remember one time putting you got you got like a kid's meal for your lunch. That's what you were allowed for your for your dinner, like right? Okay. And uh, and you had to make it yourself, of course. So I was making yeah. the burger myself. And I put cheese on it. Yeah. And then sort of went, and then the manager came over. Can I have a look at, can I just have an inspect of burger? No. And I said, No. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so I uh I showed her my burger. She yeah. opened the bun. Yeah. And she peeled the cheese off. What? Put it in the bin fill and what? said you're not allowed cheese. What? I know. What? Just tell you. That's not yeah. Exactly. Let me take it off myself
2: even. Yeah. It's I'll, already on the burger. It's already it's on the burger. It's too there. late. I'll, I'll do it it's next time. Exactly. Also, have
1: you tasted these burgers with no cheese? Exactly. You know, how much is that slice of cheese worth? About one and half a piece. Yes. And so I was like, okay. And she said, you'll have to just have it like that. I said, well, I'm not eating it. So I got in the right mood about oh, it. Oh, yeah, I bet you would. I'd only been there. I worked there for a weekend, Phil. <laughs> this was on the Sunday. Started, and Saturday was all training. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I ended up, just to prove a point, I went out, I went down Market Street in Manchester and I went to McDonald's in my uniform from Did you? the BK. Well, and uh, Oh, man. Yeah. And I uh, got McDonald's dinner yeah. and I brought it back did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. This is how annoyed, annoyed I was. Yeah. And I ate my Big Mac yeah. in my Brilliant. Burger King uniform <laughs> Should the middle of it You should have got one of those cardboard crowns and yeah. put it on. Again. <laughs> and she went, she said, I want to see you in my office. I said, my lunch is for another 15 minutes. I'll see you after that. Yeah. Oh, I was, wow. A, what a horrendous well, person I was. But no, no, you were old before your years. I, th- I was, yeah. Basically, <laughs> that was a 30-year-old doing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly it certainly was. was. <laughs> yeah, but that's right. But she's
2: wrong. She, she was, was wrong, wrong, to be fair. She was a bit powerful. People get sacked all the time for doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've I've never really had a day job. I have to admit.
1: No, um, no I know. I well, know. We ran away to
2: the circus, didn't Yeah, you? I ran away to the circus <laughs> when I was seventeen. <laughs> yes, I joined the Shakespearean theatre company. I
1: did. Yeah, well, I, I did. I was uh, uh, yeah. So I've always just spoken the Queen's no, English. Maybe I'll suck you in the next five minutes. Just yeah, you so you could, know what yeah, it feels oh, like. Oh yeah.
2: Okay. Give, give it. Give it.
1: Get out of here, Phil. No, no. You can't. I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to. Hits radio. It's hits radio. <laughs> come awesome. back. And I'm on my lunch, mate. <laughs> uh, you got sacked for the most random, ridiculous reason. Obviously, we're only hearing your side of the story. Yeah. But that's all we're interested in. Jason Manford
0: on Absolute Radio. Where real music
1: matters. Nathan Graham, I threw up on the boss's shoes. Oh. Then thought it would be a good idea to tripe it off with my shoe, not right. realizing I had st- a stone stuck on the bottom of the shoe. Scratched all his shoes. This is not going well for no, you, Nathan. No, no, no exactly. Bye-bye. Uh, Margaret McPeat on uh, Facebook says, had the shortest job in history in a local baker's. Started at 8am and I told my boss I forgot when interviewed that I had a holiday book for two weeks later. I was sacked at 8.02. <laughs> <laughs> forgot to tell the boss. Yeah, I'm sure. about that? I
2: just oh, got yeah. the job first. The, yeah.
1: That's ridiculous. That'll just be my little bit of money to spend when I'm on holiday. <laughs> yes. Uh, Dan in York says, uh, Jason, I got fired from a well-known supermarket because I stole other employees' food from the communal fridge. Well, that's well, fair enough. Yeah, that's fair enough, yeah. Can't be doing that. You deserve to go, no. If it says Rita's lunch yeah, on Yeah, Rita's it, cheese. Don't eat Rita's cheese. I'm allowed.
2: You know what I mean?
1: I'm on the well-known supermarket yeah. side. On that, on that, on that I'm not sure. I lived
2: with a guy once that, that uh, was really um, touchy about his eating his food and he had a block of cheese and he came home one day, well, who's eating my cheese? So I went out and bought like a big three-pound block of cheese yeah. and then wrote his name on it there you go and there's your cheese <laughs> and he went do you, why'd you do that I said well just to show you how much how easy it is to buy cheese <laughs> <laughs> and I said no also I bought you
1: extra so if any of us have any of it that's my best. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Becky from London uh, this is also on a, uh, a food related sacking She says, many years ago, when I was a student saving to move to London uh, to acting college, I worked part-time in a food factory in Lancashire. My job was to weigh out portions of spotted dick, which is one of the most hilarious of desserts, (laughs) of course, uh, for packing for a well-known supermarket. Uh Uh, It was uh, a night shift and I was starving. One piece of pudding just didn't weigh quite enough to be used. What? After a few seconds of debate... I gave in to the cravings and I popped the pudding into my mouth in oh, no. one, whilst hurriedly munching on my contraband. My name was <laughs> shouted from the rafters. Alarm bells rang and the production line was stopped. Everyone looked. My boss came down from her office on, on high, squeezed my cheeks and expelled the spotted dick from my mouth. Oh. I was summarily fired. <laughs> Becky from London. Wow, that sounds like a novel. It does sound She's like a novel. She's written it like he's from
2: the officers from high. He came <laughs> swept the- down from the rafters,
1: <laughs> <laughs> smacking the spotted dick from my mouth. Well, I, d- I never thought we'd hear the phrase "expelled the spotted dick from my <laughs> mouth" on radio. Uh, and uh, what else have we got? We got uh, Lee who says, uh, my friend got suspended for taking a picture of holding a Cornish pasty to his head to make uh, to make it look like he was in Star Trek, you know, the old uh, <laughs> Klingons. <laughs> his suspension paper actually said, for improper use of a Cornish pasty. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Imagine putting that on your CV. Yeah, yeah. Well, how did you lose your last job? It, oh, yeah. yeah. And also, <laughs> improper use of a Cornish pasty makes it sound a lot worse. It does, yeah. It what the hell was he just doing with that thing? Stuff them in a brawn. pretend <laughs> to have man boobs. Even worse. Uh, and Rachel says, "I got sacked from the Gap for pretending I didn't work there to a customer whilst wearing a name badge." <laughs> <laughs> can you help me, please? I don't work here. I don't friend. work here. Yeah, Why exactly. does it say? Uh, <laughs> How can I
2: help you? Help you. I, don't I just, know. just, i like helping people, but not in this place. Just not right now. <laughs> That's great. I love
1: that. Jason Manford on
0: Absolute Radio.
1: Real music. Matters. Seems to be quite a lot of people who've lied on their CVs. Yeah. And then been caught out seconds into the job. Yeah. It's pretty Home. impressive, this one. Uh this, no name on it. They said, Jason, I got sacked within ten minutes from a warehouse job. <laughs> ten minutes? In the telephone interview, they asked me if I could use a pallet truck. Uh, I said, yes, as I had used the manual one that you pull around by hand. But when I arrived, I realised these were the pallet trucks that you stand on and people were whizzing around the warehouse at some speed picking up pallets of alcoholic drinks. (laughs) I did five minutes of very slow driving to try and get the hang of it. The warehouse manager came on the tannoy from the rafters. (laughs) On the ground from the rafters. And uh, (laughs) told me to pick up the pace with some explosives thrown in for good measure. Uh, I took a run-up at the next pallet, but misjudged the height of the prongs. Instead of going under the pallets, they went through about 12 boxes of vodka bottles. Oh, bye-bye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Don't drink and drive, folks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ben says, I worked in a condiment factory once. Oh, here we go. uh, Spent 12 hours accidentally putting pepper in the salt sachets and salt in the pepper sachets. Sacked on the spot. What? Sacked on the spot? Yeah, for that. For that. Well, oh, I don't know. You have take it with a pinch of salt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Phil's currently on tour. If I'm on tour. See, if you want to see more gold <laughs> like that, <laughs> I'll be in Norwich, Winchester, and the Soho <laughs> Theatre, November 27th to December 1st. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. And I got to plug in. I know it's disgusting, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. It's got to be done, mate. It's got to be done. Martin Fowler rang in sick to a shift at the pub, but then went in for a beer. Yeah, that's no, not. You've got to have no. a memory when it comes to these things. Yeah. It's yeah. like these people who, you know, like uh, Brad Johnson. <laughs> I got sacked due to the death of my grandmother. To be fair, it was the second time that year. <laughs> can't die you twice can't, in a can't year. Die, mate.
2: exactly. you got to remember. Well, that's amazing going into the pub that you work in. I mean, how drunk was he when he went into the pub? Well, that's exactly it. Isn't it? Well, they've been here. I know people in here. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> I, nice in here. I know a guy there. That's nice. I <laughs> know really. a fella behind the bar. Hang like, on, oh, that's right, me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll just pour myself a drink. And I'm not on duty. No, oh, I don't have any money. Down. It's easy done. It's easy done. I love <laughs> it. Uh, thanks for these. It's funny. Uh, John in Reigate says uh, When I was 19, I got a job as a chef in a happy eater restaurant. Ooh. You eating right. in a happy eater? Yeah. yeah yep, right. I have. Of course we have. Uh all you had to do was follow a picture to make each of the meals look the same. Oh, that's, right. an, that's an easy job. I guess so. Uh but nobody told me you had to defrost the chicken before deep frying. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> to make chicken and chips. Nobody told him. Nobody told him. Like, Surely there'd be someone there. But how do you not know? No. Already? Yeah. Like you shouldn't have to be told That's where you need the little chef. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, need, you, need, you need the little chef to come in. Uh, the dish was uh, the dish was sent back oh, and no. I was, I'm not surprised. Not no one's that British. No, you never know. It'll be fine. It'll Margaret. be fine, darling. it's supposed to be this way. This is what they in Kiev it's really cold. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle. I was then sent home. End of my culinary career. Uh, and he's off to the derby today. So it's Manchester City versus Manchester United. Oh, wow, that's going to be massive. It is a big game I today. i better get
2: out of town. You should. I'm an Evertonian. Get out of Dodge. Are you really? Is, yeah. that, is that your team? I don't know why. Yeah, why? So when, I, when I came over from Canada, it was the first premiership match I, I watched. And it was uh, Walter Smith was the was the coach, and I'm Scottish. And then yeah. there was four Scottish nationals on the team, Dunk Ferguson for the first time. Uh, and uh, and they won the game. It was a relegation match, and they won. There was bagpipes to start. They were blue and white, and That's I'm enough. a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. And so I was, from that point on, I've been an Evertonian. Evertonian, wow. I know. And people go, I'm sorry. I'm going, no, I'm happy about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. Yeah, well, it's the big derby today, which again... I'm gonna miss. I've got. I've. I've got this gig in Stevenage, which I've already cancelled twice on this tour. <laughs> First can't do it time again. for the Beast of the East, when we had that huge oh, storm yeah. and nobody could go anywhere. And yeah. I mean, obviously, as a Canadian, you're obviously laughing at us. Yeah, exactly. But, um, <laughs> uh, and then the second time was because England got into the semi-finals or whatever. Oh the, right, yeah, of the uh, World Cup. Of the World Cup, and so I had to cancel it that night as well and so every, all week people have been saying to me are you going to definitely do this sh- uh, gig Jace? is it ha- definitely happening and then I looked Manchester City versus Manchester United at home oh, and I've got no. a ticket I was like and oh. you you've got a ticket yeah I've got a season ticket oh, I was like oh. so, I, so is, is, it no, much,
2: is it known which team you support is that yeah really yeah okay? I
1: support Manchester City so uh, but so good luck today I can't see us getting beat to be honest but hey who knows who knows up the blues Jason Jason, Jason. Absolute Radio
0: where real music matters.
1: And you can see Phil as well. Phil is yes. uh, doing a run at the Soho Theatre. He's in Winchester. He's in Norwich. Uh, loads of great places. So make sure you uh, follow him on Twitter. Uh, well, on Twitter. At Phil, on Twitter Phil uh, Phil Nickel, yeah. And his website, philnickel.com. And you've got <laughs> yeah. a new
2: material night. I've got a new material night. It's called The Delivery Room. Uh, great name for a, de- a yeah. new material night. Where we London? deliver our little babies. It's in London. It's on yep. Upper Street in Islington. At the, mm-hmm. In the tap room. It's every Tuesday. It starts at 8pm. We have amazing professional comedians trying out new stuff. We've had Russell Cain's dropped in, Tony Law's dropped in. Uh, we, the headliners have been like Reggie Hunter, Ahmed Jalili, Lou Saunders. We've, coming up, we've got Angela Barnes and um, Dave Johns, who was who's I, Daniel Blake. We've got uh, Andrew Maxwell. I mean, it's been amazing. Yeah, I right. think Jason Manfred's going to do it later in the year. <laughs> <But> he's been <laughs> roped into it. Roped into it. He <laughs> hasn't. You don't <laughs> have to do it, mate. No, I, I don't want you. To do it. You're sacked. <laughs> <laughs> you are sacked, right? <laughs> um, so, but, but tomorrow night... Uh, this week not tomorrow night but on Tuesday this week we've got the incredible Australian comedian Brendan Burns oh, he's is great. headlining um, but we've got an amazing lineup of people though it's going to yeah. be, it's gonna be phenomenal, phenomenal it's
1: always great if you get a chance to if you, so if you're in London and, uh, and you fancy that on a Tuesday night new material nights are always exciting aren't they because yeah. obviously when you come and see a, a an act on tour, or even in the clubs, generally, what you're getting is their tight twenty there, or their or their two-hour show, or whatever yeah. it is. It's been honed and perfected, and yeah. there's something so ner- nerve wracking. I mean, you know, even now, I sort of you know, I've got my bit of paper yeah, in front of it. me, and yeah. I'm like, you know, when you're in uh, Tesco
2: and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true, and no, it's so nice to scary. see comedians become funny. Comedians are funny people anyway, so yeah. usually, even if the material itself doesn't work, they are funny, yes, and the night is fun, and the whole idea of being there to when. they're they're. They're giving birth to these new ideas is the the idea of the delivery room.
1: Yeah. No, it's a a lovely idea. So uh, get involved if you fancy a bit of that uh, with Phil. Uh, Have a lovely week. Uh, Enjoy yourself this week. If you you want to get in touch, I'm on Twitter, of course. You can come and say hello to me at any point, uh, at Jason Manford. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Goodbye. Jason Manford on
0: Absolute Radio.